Welcome back to the podcast, guys. Before we jump into things here, a quick word from today's sponsor, and that is Backwoods Bumpers. It's a product that I truly stand behind. We've been running their bumpers for many years now, but they're not just bumpers. They've got many other things as well, such as uh, tow hold subframe kits for the Polaris. You got big wheel kits, rail braces, and uh, many things in between. So be sure to check them out at backwoodsbmp.com. All right, welcome back to the Post Ride Podcast here. Uh, call it Post Ride Podcast, but we didn't do much riding today, <laughs> that's for sure. Uh, we just got back from our camping trip yesterday, uh, and today we got Doug, Derek, myself, and Eric, or Jerry. And uh, yeah, we'll just shoot this shit about how it's been for the last uh, last month or so with these guys. And it is the end of their trip. There's no more riding. I mean, there's no more <laughs> riding out there anyway. But uh, yeah, Doug, how's it going? Oh, good, good. I mean, it's been a good trip all in all. Um, got skunked a bit here in the weather lately, but we made the best of it. Yeah, you know, that, that two-day outing was something. <laughs> Sleeping in the bush. <laughs> Not one of my favorite things, but excellent adventure. Yeah, I had to twist your arm a bit. But but on that one to get you out there. But oh yeah, <laughs> I, it looked like you were having fun. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We had some good fun. You definitely enjoyed yourself. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> some people may have enjoyed themselves too much, but we won't we won't get into that yet. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Doug, this year you're running a 2024 Summit Expert Turbo 165, right? That's right, yep. How are you liking having a turbo? Oh, the power is excellent. Um, I'm just, I think it's a little heavier. I know it's heavier than the yeah. other sled. But other than that, it, it works great. Like, I mean, on the steep pulls, it's... Yeah, that's what you like, yeah, right? Yeah. Yeah. You like to go straight up. That's right. But there's one <laughs> hill that defeated me. I'm kind of... Oh, we never made it back there. N no, that one that where we went in... Finally got Jerry, the OG Jerry, here on the podcast. How was your trip? <laughs> <laughs> I had a great time. Yeah. So well, Alaska was fun. I had a good time at Christmas riding with Jason. Uh, there was uh, We thought there was low snow, but it was good snow. And then it didn't snow for a while. We went to Alaska for a bit, and then uh, that was extremely interesting. Good time. Learned a lot. And then we got dumped on huge snow when we came back here to the point the 165 turbo struggled i think we were all struggling but uh yeah because the one time i had to rescue all you guys <laughs> <laughs> and it's it's on the camera so uh, you can't yeah, lie you're you're the only one not stuck because you're yeah. just you guys you didn't there. have a mark on your sled from a <laughs> oh yeah it ran me right over <laughs> yeah should have ran you over oh, yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But now it's not very good, that's for sure. It's no, the worst no. I've ever seen. I've been coming out this way on and off for 20 years. Yeah, you called your trip early, eh? Yeah. Yeah, there's just, there's just absolutely no no worthwhile riding right now. Town, it's all dirt, and up top, it's all wet and concrete. And <clears throat> If the sun was shining, there'd still be some good riding. If the sun was shining, it would be fun, but it's all yeah. socked in, so... Well, it's, it's just spraying conditions now. Like, it's been uh, above freezing now for... what. Since Sunday, so yes. Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, five Thursday, days, five. Yeah. yeah, it's it's a and long we, time. And we, it, yeah, we got a couple more too. Yeah, at I least did. in the in the spring, you got sunshine probably seventy percent of the time, right? So, yeah, no, it's it's crazy. I've never seen anything like it. That's for sure. I don't know if 
the locals have, have seen anything like this. From, but, uh, from what I'm hearing in town is they haven't. No. Yeah, I mean, we not to sound like a bunch of complainers here, like it's still nice that we could get out and ride because there's uh, a lot of people like back in Ontario that oh, yeah. there's no no riding at all. Nothing but to do. it's it's definitely been the the winter of complaints for for snow for everybody across pretty much North America. So oh, we've just been so spoiled over the years. Yeah. Every year I come out here, I generally get really good snow and well, that's why we come here, right? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> not working so well this time, nope. but. Uh, Jerry, what uh, you're running two sleds this year? Your 154 Summit Expert Turbo and your 165. Yeah, it worked out good for me because uh, I took the 165 to Alaska. Didn't know what to expect, so it was just like nice to cruise the Alpine with that, and do some good pulls, and uh, came back here, rode it because the snow was so deep. Uh, but as <coughs> the snow settled out, it's nice to have a 154 because I can definitely ride it a little bit. A little, a little bit more better. playful for you. Yeah, a little more playful. I like like getting up on the rear axle. <laughs> <laughs> Doing your turndowns. Yep. Mouse trapping yourself. <laughs> I never did this year. Came close a couple times uh, yeah, trying to do re entries, but <laughs> you were close we're almost, a few times. We're almost there. And are you gonna be spring ordering a new sled this year or just gonna I don't think so. I I basically have three sleds. I still have an NA that Jason rides, so uh the 165, I think, only has 700 kilometers on it. My 154 has 2,800, and my NA has 2,800. So You could probably throw another year warranty on the 154 Turbo, too. Yeah, so I definitely... Uh, they're getting too expensive, well, honestly. Like, I've been buying new sleds every year pretty well my whole life, and, and uh, if you could sell them right now... It'd be a lot better, but you're buying a new sled and you can't sell your old sled. It makes it a little painful. Well, everything's been expensive this year. It was a, yep. a, a, an expensive year for me. <laughs> for me, <laughs> <laughs> you haven't had to pay anything yet. You're just I using know. rental sleds for free right now. I yeah. know. Yeah, it's cheap for you <laughs> at, at my expense. Oh yeah, I'm gonna ride your turbo when you leave. <laughs> Good. We're fueling your sled and oil, and you're using it. No, I've been paying for the fuel, <laughs> and I brought 70 liters of oil, so I'm good. No. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, you had a tough break there with uh, writing your sled off, eh? Well, well, we don't know if it's right. We don't know what they're saying. Do you want to get into that at all? Um, I don't. There's not a whole lot to say about <laughs> it. Um, I made a dumb mistake and just should have stayed calmer and no goggles and couldn't see. My eyes were frozen. And Ripping across the Alpine and, yeah, and just hit a bit of a wall. and I saw down tracks, and yeah. I was like, well, oh, I could poke up here. I mean, I just came down there and then just tried to lift the skis and piled it right into a rock. Yeah, I, I uh, heard you on the radio, and I ripped over to you, and you know, I, I saw you there. I'm like, oh, dude, that was, that was dumb. And then I'm just thinking everything's all right. It's this, The sled's just stuffed into the hill. Yeah. We, we pull it out of the, out of the bank there, and... Uh, <coughs> I'm like, okay, I'm going to go get your bag and, you know, just fire the sled up and I'll, I'll be back in a minute. Derek, Derek's pulling on it when I get back. Dude, it was he's so like, hard to pull over. Yeah. He's like, it won't start. I'm like, what do you mean it won't start? I, I go over, I, I pull it. I'm like, oh, what the hell is going on here? Yeah. <laughs> so uh, pull the panels off. I see the clutch is, is grinding on the on the chassis. I'm like, I didn't really say anything to Derek because, you know. I knew it was bad. I was I, trying I, to keep my cool, too, because I was like, 
oh man, I just smashed my snowmobile. I've only ridden four days. Yeah, yeah, it was right at the start. But so, it kind yeah. of yeah, it definitely blows. It's not. It is the sport. That's what you guys keep telling me. But uh, <laughs> yeah, it's just having to ride someone else's snowmobile. You're more tentative to what you try or what you do, and I guess your progression is limited a little bit but yeah you're definitely not riding somebody else's sled like you would if it was your own and uh you know i i think you're definitely more cautious you're a little scared to smash somebody's somebody else's sled off well whereas yeah they're not cheap like eric said <laughs> yeah. and uh i don't want to be into either one of you for a snowmobile too so <laughs> <laughs> have uh either of you guys ever written off a snowmobile a complete write-off no not, not a I've always, no. always been able to fix it. Yeah. 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 What, what What's your biggest? Uh, I think uh, I think a Mach one tree. Uh, a tree on a trail. Tree on a trail, icy corner, riding slow, and cautiously. Slow? You ride slow. Yeah, we uh, <laughs> we were out riding. Doug and I were actually out riding all day, and uh, riding pretty quick like we normally do. And when you're riding quick, you're on you're on the ball, and you know what's going on, and you and you can steer around obstacles. So we went out for dinner, had dinner, nothing to drink, maybe one drink, so alcohol was not a factor. Cruising home and just taking my time going home and enjoying the good ride that we had during the day and hit an icy corner and slammed right into a tree. I just, I, I do find it hard to believe that you guys were driving slow, but <laughs> I'll take your word for it, sure. I don't believe it. <laughs> that were you riding slow? Which time? <laughs> what about the time you were damaged your sled? Not rode off, but oh, I just uh, I don't want to really get into the whole <laughs> the whole day because what sled was that? On uh, MXZ six seventy. Oh, right on. When did you guys start riding together originally? TNT days. Yeah, yeah. I had a well. I didn't have a sled when I first went up up to Dorset and met Eric and Karen and Guy and. I had a bike studded up. I rode it on the ice. <laughs> you couldn't really call it riding because nobody's sled ever ran long enough to ride together. <laughs> yeah, I used to hear lots of stories of you just rebuilding your sled multiple times in a weekend yeah. in the marina parking lot. And the one winter, uh, I think it was seven pistons. <laughs> Is that, uh, it sounds like maybe like a mechanic error. Like no, having the, the uh, 340, anybody that's old remembers the 343 or TNT. We'll remember it, eight pistons. Skidoo tried to do a bunch of fixes on it, and I don't think they ever did. No, they weren't a good motor. Yeah. I had the 440 fan-cooled. Didn't make great power, but they kept running. 78, that was, that was the first sled I had. So that's basically when you guys... Well, I started going up there like 84, so... Oh, okay. But we still had old sleds. Yeah. That oh, was yeah. new for us. Yeah. <laughs> we didn't buy... My no. first brand-new snowmobile was a... SS25. So whenever Skidoo celebrated their 25 years in business is when I bought the first snowmobile. Be, that was 80, 84, I think. Yeah, it was a leaf spring suspension. There was definitely yeah. nothing special. No. And then the, the year after that, I bought, a, I bought a Formula Plus 521. That was a nice snowmobile compared yep. to leaf spring SS25. Do you think you guys would still be riding if you had to ride those sleds today absolutely once you got yeah. the fever it never goes away because everybody <laughs> else know. would be riding the same thing yep i mean you wouldn't know any better no that's right no no 
progression just wouldn't have grown to the where where it is now though. So yeah. still riding trails, dirt in Ontario. If you rode, if you were to ride an old <laughs> summit in these conditions, though, you'd probably have a lot more fun than these sleds <laughs> because probably yeah. because yeah. these yeah. sleds go anywhere, and uh, the old summit, the original summit, would probably still be a challenge to climb hills. So yeah. you'd actually might have more fun. You need ultimate snow for these snowmobiles these days. And uh, was your guys' first trip to the mountains? I think it was about 20 years ago. I don't remember the exact year, but I, I came out here to Revelstoke with a big group of guys, and and we came during the week of the uh, Big Iron Shootout. And uh, Did you stick around and watch the whole thing? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Did you specifically come knowing that was yes. then? Yes. Yeah, okay. yeah. Was that 03, Eric? Because I came out in 04, I think, it, I, the year it might, after. It might have been. Uh, Somewhere around there. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not 100 percent sure. It was. Uh, I think it was the first year of the Rev chassis, and a yeah. and a mountain sled. So whatever year that was. And is that what you rented? Was the Rev or did you have some? No, like old rented. ZX? We rented from. Uh, Shady. Mark Shady here yeah. in town. Yeah. 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 <laughs> we had a lot of fun. Yeah. yeah. Good times. Yeah. The trip dynamic has changed quite a bit over the years, eh? Yeah, we uh, we used to come out for. More of a party? Four to six days. Uh, yeah, when all the guys get together, you definitely, you know, it's a, it's a good social environment too. But uh, the riding wasn't real serious because in four to six days, you can't really improve your riding. You need to spend time out here to be able to improve your riding. Plus, we never left the parking lot till noon hour. 11.30 maybe. Uh, this year was very similar. <laughs> wow. <Well, laughs> <laughs> You want to talk about your Thunder Bay and back trip? Oh, the good old long distance ripping. Yeah, oh, what yeah. uh, what made you guys want to do that? Not sure. Well, no, we're we're I don't know having a few cocktails one night maybe, and we first year of the tops and map came out, Ontario tops. Doug threw the map on the table and said, "We're going here." <laughs> and I was the only one dumb enough to go with him. <laughs> so it was actually. A a trail on a map that said you could go from central Ontario all the way Absolutely. to Absolutely. There was, two, there was yep. two routes, the northern route through Hearst and then the southern route through Red Rock and Scriber, Terrace Bay and all that. And the southern route was not there. <laughs> <laughs> not never, How'd you find that out? We uh, found that out uh, basically from the president of the White Water, White Water or White River? White, White, White River. River uh, the president, he uh, he seen us filling up gas when we came through his town, and uh, he was so excited because the trails were absolutely incredible. We wanted, Doug and I wondered how they could possibly groom them on the coast of Superior there because it's it's very similar to this terrain except yeah, not as yeah. high elevation. And uh, he came to talk to us to how his trails were and everything like that, and he told us that the the trail will never be groomed and can never be groomed. Uh, past Terrace Bay towards Red Rock because the terrain is just, it's all cliff. There's just no way through it, but the OFSC put a map out that yeah. said there was a trail there, oh, so yeah. <laughs> it, we, had to, uh, we had to go across the top of Nipigon Bay on the uh, frozen lake, and that was a, that was a, that was a long ride. We, uh, we, yeah, but we, got, we got a good leader. We had a leader yeah, we found we had in a, Red Rock. We had a native that was, uh, that was uh, in the area, and he, uh, He'd been across there before, so he let us he let us across there. 
Yeah. Was there a, like was there a logging road or trail through the bush or there was just nothing? Huh? <laughs> no. Be the highway or the lake. Even yeah. once we hit the uh once we hit the uh uh, the highway, we had to run the highway because there was still no trails when we got into the bigger part of Lake Superior. We ran the highway, but they were on strike that year, and there was there was a foot of snow on the highway. So I think, uh, I'm not exactly sure, I think uh, Scriber or something like that is before we got back on the trails. And they were steep. And well, we and went rugged. to gravel. He, he led us to gravel. Yeah, but then we rode and the highway to Scriber, I yeah, think, Yeah, that's right. right. Yeah. 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 Was it on the way there or back that you guys on got the way lost? back? Oh, yeah, on the way home. Yeah. So we made it to Thunder Bay in four days, and we're going. Well, that wasn't bad. That was good going. Yeah. And then <laughs> trying to come home was a different story. But we, we still broke trail for a long time. Oh, we yeah. were the second day out. We were a huge snowstorm. Yeah. This is probably the most snow Ontario's had since that time. There's probably a good, without exaggeration, six feet of snow through most of uh, northern Ontario. It was deep. Yeah. they ca- Every time we came into a town, the locals called our sleds post hole diggers <laughs> because they would well, just get stuck straight up. And what were you guys riding at the time? Um, 583s. Yeah. MXE 1996. Those were a good motor, weren't they? Yeah. yeah. 4,000 K. We greased them in uh, Thunder Bay, and that's all we did. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. And that's a big trip. Not yeah. one breakdown. So seven days total? Nine Not days. Nine. Nine days total. <laughs> The uh, the <laughs> worst part of the whole trip was uh, we were in uh, what town? Duberville. Duberville. We were going to Shop. We were in Duberville going to Shop I think we yeah. were in Duberville at four o'clock in the afternoon. A wise person would have said, "Hey, let's stay here," but sometimes we weren't that wise, and uh, we decided to march through. And they said to make sure you stop in Mizzen Abbey to get yep. gas because you'll never make Shop we get to Mizzen Abbey, and all we've seen is a abandoned railway station and, uh, snow and banks. general store because the snow banks were so high on the train tracks, we couldn't see that there was a gas station on the other side of the train tracks. So we marched on, probably about 50 kilometers later, met a groomer on the lake buried halfway up the windows. And then from there on in, it was just, uh, it was just uh, uh, trying, to, trying to find a way to chaplow through the national park. It, uh, we couldn't even find the no. trail. There was no trail markings. We're like in the middle of nowhere. At midnight, we had the compass yeah. out because the moon was up trying to figure out what direction we're going. And we had to stomp <laughs> in the snow. If we thought we knew where the trail was, we'd have to get off the machine, stomp, and find the hard part of it, and then realize that's still a trail. We got to a clear, <laughs> like it was, it we was got to a clear cut area <clears throat> probably just a little after midnight on the top of a hill, and there's a stop sign there, and there's only sticking out of the ground about this far. And you knew the trail came through there at one time, and it's just clear cut. And we drove along the tree line to see if we could find a spot that the trail went we'll went through. went through, and yeah, and we found crazy. it. We at first we seen a single track like a trapper, and we started following it. But when we took the compass out, it was leading our way back to the highway, which was no help to us at all. We needed to get the shop low, so. Uh, well, then it was fuel. Yeah, fuel and uh, <laughs> I started doing the math in my head how far we're going to get on fuel. We were carrying a, two gallons each, and I figured if we took four gallons and dumped it in my snowmobile, it just got a little better fuel mileage than Doug's. That's because I was breaking trail all the time. <laughs> 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 that uh, we would probably uh, 
what we'd probably get within 10 kilometers of Chapleau, and I was pretty confident we were young and healthy and we could walk that last 10K. But uh, so when Doug ran out of fuel, I was breaking trail at that time, and he was behind me. I seen his lights go out, turned around, and he's getting ready to dump the fuel in. And it took me 15 minutes to talk him into not dumping the fuel in that sled. <laughs> and uh, we made it. We made it uh, to Chapleau when we got there. Uh, yeah, riding two up. Yeah, we left all our <laughs> luggage left, in the left bush. wine in the bush. Yeah. <laughs> Rode two up. We uh, rung the bell at the motel. I think it was about 3 o'clock in the morning. Lady came out. She was pretty upset, but uh, then she looked at us and went, where'd you guys come from? We said, Duberville. She goes, you kidding me? She goes, nobody ever comes through there without phoning ahead first, and the, the last people that came through got lost, and they had to send a search party out from the next morning. Yeah, they slept in the bush, Yeah, so uh, if we would have... If we would have uh, ran out of gas or not found our way out there, the nobody, nobody knew we were there. Then, and she also said there's only 10 people through all year. And I, what time well, of year did we go? March? Beginning of March? Yeah, yeah. end of February. Yeah. Interesting trip. Well, it was quite a trip. We're never going to forget it. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> what, what year was that? 96. What year did you run the I-500s? Oh, 91 and 94. How was that? Well, it was an experience. Uh, it's just never raced at something that big in the States, and uh, it, it's, quite a, it's quite a performance. We did, our sleds were good, not very fast in 91, but just didn't have enough seat time to get better results. I finished top skidoo, though, that year, 91. Out of the did you finish both years? Yeah, finished both years. Do you want to talk about the time when you lost your goggles? Because oh, it seems like it runs in the family. Yeah, yeah. I guess there, there's <laughs> there's something similar there, eh? Frozen eyes. Yeah, 94. I I think I would have done a lot better than 50th. Sleds were faster. I, th I think I was in better shape. But there's a lot of open water coming out of Thunder Bay in the first probably 15 miles, and like I don't mind water crossing. I'm pretty good at it. So. But I got sprayed and washed down by guys I was passing, and goggles all froze up, and thought I'd run like I used to race hair scrambles and bikes with no goggles. Well, it doesn't work in the winter. <laughs> you still run with no goggles. I know, time. but when it's warmer, only yeah. when it's warmer. Like it was minus it was 15 a, back then. No, it's colder those than races. that morning. It was a pretty very cold. cold morning. Minus 20. Yeah. So once you uh, finished, these guys taped your eyes shut? At night, yeah, because I, I was completely blind when I got off the sled. But <laughs> Taped your eyes yeah. shut? So uh, where did you fall back to? Oh, I don't know. I was, I was like 200th. And then the next day? Yeah, I, I passed over 100 guys. I don't know. I worked my way up to 60th or something, but... That's a good fun. Yeah, I couldn't, good. I yep, couldn't good. imagine doing anything like that. Well, there's 400, 400 guys in those in that event. Really? Yeah. So water skimming back in the day wasn't it a big event. Seems like I see a lot of old photos around. Well, there's a few. Yeah, we uh, we started at a small area with shallow water, and a friend of mine and myself we built a skimmer where you could. Uh, this is when skimming wasn't even that popular yet, where you could pretty well hang the skis in the water and take off and we used to go two up three up four up <laughs> <laughs> and uh then uh skinning just got uh bigger in the town of dorset under the two bridges and i sank there one year and before you could go end to end and then the next year we were able to 
the um, I think the 91 Mach 1 made it end to end, didn't it? Or the oh, 890 yeah. Mach 1 made it end to end, right? 89 was too. the first. Yeah, that was the first year. Yeah, you were actually because I sank on right a yeah. 88 Formula Plus. Yeah, that was uh, that, the, the tomato. tomato. Yeah. <laughs> Doug and I were out in a boat trying to fish it out of the bottom of the lake. It didn't have a plug in it. <laughs> with, your, no. with your foot over the hole, trying to. We fished yeah. it though. We got the meat hook from the yeah. local butcher yeah. store. He lent it to us, and we fished her out. Ate the in local boat. paper. <laughs> or angels fear to tread. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Probably not the best publicity, but. Yeah. I mean, nowadays people would be up in arms with sinking a snowmobile, but. Yeah, obviously it doesn't happen anymore. I remember being a little kid and there'd be 50 to 100 sleds at the Narrows when it got warm out. And actually it used to be the thing to do on the weekend, go over to the, the Narrows and oh watch yeah. the skimming. Yeah. But I don't know what happened, why it fizzled away. I think a big part of it is many of the snowmobiles don't skim anymore because the belts grab water. And, and I believe that the police uh, charged a couple people with uh, careless driving. And uh, that put a big damper on things. But it used to draw a huge crowd, yeah. and uh, nobody oh, yeah. ever got hurt, and it was a lot of fun. But you know what Ontario's like. It's the no-fun province. Some of the struggles of getting older and trying to keep up with a crew, a younger crew. What do you mean? You guys can't keep up to me. <laughs> <laughs> no, ba I balance. I should maybe direct that towards you a little bit, Case. <clears throat> the days are challenging. Eric gets a bit more seat time in than me, and he's he's still in good shape. I mean, I'm trying, but it's fun though. You're the challenge the challenge is good. You're doing you're doing well, really well. Yeah, I've been progressing. Maybe not quite as much this year. Maybe flatlined a bit, but oh, you guys are the only two out of all all, all your buddies that are still doing this. So yeah, not of them. Most of them are very interested. I love the challenge. A lot of uh, a lot of people just like the soft. Uh, lifestyle you know sitting on a beach going out for dinner but i like i like being challenged i like, you like punishment i, I enjoy do the suffering. i do i do enjoy the suffering i think I, we i enjoy uh being uh on the edge of a cliff trying to side hill it and hoping that you don't die and <laughs> at the time it might not be so enjoyable but when you get through it, it it's 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 i'm an adrenaline junkie always have been and it's the adrenaline of mountain riding that uh, fuels my energy. Do you guys find that like, it, like maybe you create a, a mental barrier sometimes if you get defeated? Like I know that you mentally were beat down there for a couple of days, but then you had one good day and it's like you rebounded to start riding good again. A lot of it's, uh, it's exhausting. Like just the work and mentally, you get mentally tired. And uh, yeah, if you have a, a tough day you're not that inspired the next day but you just got to keep working through it if you make mistakes in the morning it tends to affect your afternoon for sure yeah, yeah. i i yeah. feel like you get you definitely get in your head a lot more than than you used to you used to just say screw you and <laughs> and make it work but now you sometimes you come on the radio i can't do it I'm well like, i physically when i first came out here if I couldn't, if my sled was on its side, I was not strong enough to ride it. And uh, I am now at the end of the trip. I've gotten a little stronger, believe it or not. But uh, you do get a lot weaker when you get older, and it really hinders your uh, your ability to get unstuck. As long as you're riding, everything is, is okay. But when you get stuck, 
uh, it uh, and not having the strength to get it yourself out becomes very frustrating because I've always been able to get myself out. You're you're not really alone there, not being able to roll your sled over by yourself though. Like, I can't do it sometimes. I, I can't either, especially if you <coughs> you're you're roll just on on a shitty off camber angle. You know, I lots of times don't have the strength, so you just have to kind of make it work. There's, you know, the easiest way out isn't the easiest when you're by yourself. Well, I had to dig beside my snowmobile this year and dig a hole so I could roll it into the hole and then drive yeah. it out. So I don't see you guys doing that. So I was digging the sides this year, too. A lot. No, we, we do the same, same stuff. It just depends the position of the sled. I guess you guys are so much higher up the mountain we don't see it, but I think you're just trying to make us feel good. Sometimes. Some days go so good for me, and then others, it's just disastrous. I'm good for, like, three stucks, and then I get stuck more and more and more, and then next thing you know, I'm yelling. <laughs> <laughs> Do you guys uh, ever get pissed off when you, you get stuck a few times and start to, you know, swear and curse? It becomes frustrating because every time I get stuck takes energy out of my riding for later in the day, and I'm only good for so many stucks now that uh, I won't be able to have the energy to ride later in the day, then you make more mistakes. More more mistakes. Yeah. Last yeah. year, I <coughs> I hardly ever got stuck at all, and I didn't do a lot of digging and not a lot of pulling. This year, there was a lot of lot more stucks, especially when the snow was deep. Yeah. I don't yeah. know. I didn't see you stuck that often when it well, was Well, but last year, I hardly ever got stuck. I, so. I saw you a lot of times this year thinking you were stuck when you weren't, though. Yeah, because I don't have the skill to get out of it. No, you just you, out of it like you do. <laughs> you're thinking you don't, but yeah, just because I mean I I do understand it. You don't want to dig yourself in and you know create more work for yourself when you know you're kind of on the on borderline stuck. So uh, you're, yeah, you're trying when to you saw yourself all the way in. That's really then that's, it's really shitty. That's yeah. yeah. I know all about that. <laughs> yeah, I definitely came back a couple times and you do it. Sled was held up by the A arms, and I'm like, dude. Well, the 165 turbo, when you're yeah, <laughs> getting close to trees and and you got to grab a handful, it goes straight up and down. Yeah, that's the one thing about the long track. It's a long way down when it's when it's yeah. buried. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I know the one day, the one day that you struggled, um, I kept coming back and being like, if you feel it sink, just like let off the gas, get off, pack it, because. Every oh, yeah. time that happens, it's just so much work. Yeah. But you did good, dude. You were ripping. Yeah. Thanks for the compliment. You guys both yeah, did good this year. A lot of fun. Yeah. It's, uh, you know, it, it's uh, a struggle sometimes trying to figure out where we're going to ride because the, the train around here isn't really beginner friendly, right? It, it's straight up everywhere we go. And, you know, I want to take you guys to the good riding zones yeah. so sometimes yeah. there's you know definitely some sh shitty stuff i have to take you through to get to the good stuff and and you know some t some days i'm a little overconfident in, in the group's abilities i think and i'm just like yeah we'll, we'll go here it'll be good and then unfortunately some some guys struggle to get through it and then by the time yeah. we get to the good riding they're they're tired for it hey, he's always saying <laughs> we'll be driving in the truck he goes where are we going? Is Matthew taking me to the shit? <laughs> <laughs> Got to do the shit to get the good stuff. Yeah, yeah, that's right. I think that's part of the reason why majority of the crew has, you know, consistently progressed every single year. Because when you're challenged like that, you're forced to 
do shit that you're uncomfortable with and that makes you way better. Yeah, absolutely. And, and you know, with how many people are riding around here, we have to push to these technical yeah, zones, exactly. right? Yeah, it's crazy where they find tracks now. Yeah, like, uh, what, do you guys remember what it was like, uh, you know, when you first started coming out here to find untracked snow? Did you have to go very far? What was it like driving around town? Was it like dozens and dozens of pickup trucks with sled yeah. decks? Like, was the Boulder lot is what Boulder it is Boulder lot now? Is, uh, has always been big. Maybe not quite as many trucks as there is now. But there, this has always been an extremely popular area. But uh, I'd say 70% of the people wouldn't go much past the meadow in front of the Boulder no, cabin. Yeah, no, that's about as far as yeah. they go. So you could go down Shady Lane uh, about uh, 500 feet and find fresh powder every time. Because uh, a lot of them just couldn't get any further. We first came out in 2017. I think that was your first trip. Yeah, yeah we, I was on we a did 137. first trip the same year. And, uh, yeah, we literally it hadn't snowed for three weeks here. We went down Shady Lane and then we found untracked snow. But now, after a few days you go in there, it, it's crazy. Yeah, it's pretty tracked right Yeah, out. it's pretty, I don't know. There's a lot of guys going up Boulder yeah. every day. <laughs> in the back areas, too, like Griffin used to be a pretty calm spot. Now, now you go up there and it's just uh, every inch of it's tracked. When you used to come out in uh, in the early 2000s, did you ride anything other than Boulder? Uh, Boulder, Frisbee, and Turtle. That's uh, because we rented sleds. We didn't have no way to trailer them, so that's all we ever rode. Yeah. What? Uh, we actually we went down to uh, Hall a couple times because we could get a, we got a ride with uh, with uh, <coughs> with a couple people. So. So it wasn't till. <coughs> Basically, when we all started coming out here, that you ventured into all these. When other we started bringing trailers out ourselves, yeah, that's when we started venturing <laughs> to all these places, which is way more fun. Yeah, you know, you can only see the same trees so many times. Yeah, I've been fortunate to tag with these guys, and uh, especially Matthew. He's he's dragged us up some pretty interesting train to get the special <laughs> spots. So it's, it's that's cool. for sure. Yeah, yeah no, it's cool. Bringing you guys along, and you know, it, it's good. The, the the father son. Yeah. <laughs> Something I, I probably. I think never when forget. you first started coming yeah. out here and you started getting better than everybody, you didn't feel that way. That you you felt we were a burden, and you wanted to ride with the uh, the big names. But you seem to be more at ease with riding with us now, and I don't. I'm not sure why. <laughs> <laughs> He's yeah. making money off well, you. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's, uh, you know, when I was definitely progressing more as a rider, I wanted to, you know, push and, and ride with guys that were better than, than me, too. So it was like, obviously, I still wanted to ride with you guys, but it was, like I, I wanted to do both. And when I was only out here for a month, there was only so much time. So, you know, I did do a, do a little bit of both back then. But now when I'm out here for the whole winter, you know, the start of my year, I was riding with, like, rid ridiculous guys, you know, pushing myself really hard every day and then come back after the holidays and I'm like, okay, I can, I can relax and get some work done. And, uh, so Doug, that's what he calls it. Ride with us. Yeah. Relax. <laughs> yeah, when he's yeah, riding yeah. with us. Yeah. 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 I know. I know. It's easy. Yeah. No, <laughs> it's so relaxing. They should help us dig out some more. <laughs> Quick break in the podcast to talk about deviant Inc. We're running their wraps on all of our sleds this year. 
and we're rocking the Muskoka Signature Wrap. If you haven't seen it yet, be sure to check it out. I'm stoked on the design and we're running multiple color arrays across all of our different sleds, multiple finishes. Uh, the options are literally endless, so be sure to check it out, deviantinc.com. Man, I helped a lot, dude. No, I know. You did. You saved my ass the one day, Derek. I don't help you very often. Help me. No. No, only when I'm really bad off. I mean, you guys bicker, we bicker. It's the whole oh, yeah. father-son thing, but, yeah. you know, just like how you used, when you're only here for a month or whatever, it's kind of like a go-go-go situation. So, like, yeah. I notice that when I'm riding with, with you, my whole goal is just to try to keep you close so that <laughs> I can, I don't know, it's a comp friendly competition. Yeah, And then sure. I get him on the radio going, yeah, I'm going to need a ski tug. <laughs> go back down, get him out, go another 100 feet. Dad, you all right? Just leave me here. <laughs> <laughs> Is, uh, you know, that was just one day. Yeah, no, no. That was honestly. I remember always hearing you guys, like, the competition between you, uh, you know, when you were coming out here and me and Derek were stuck in Ontario. And, and you guys would talk about how you're always snaking each other's lines and trying to keep up with each other. Is the yeah. is the competition still there or is it now just like a survival I think it's mentality? just a survival mentality now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we're still pretty competitive, but I don't I, I, I don't push like I used to. Well, it's conditioning. Yeah, I, you know, uh, you like the the hill climb stuff, whereas yeah, you're yeah. not a big. No, I'm not a big you know, hill climb shoot, guy. Hill climb I, I guy. like the uh, I like the trees, not too tight, but I like I like finding good powder in 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 trees and and just booting it through the trees. That's my favorite. So. Yeah, you haven't. Uh, I haven't seen you do any shoots or nothing too crazy. Whereas, you know, Doug likes to get in those shoots once in a while. Yeah, I, I do. I, I like the he, big climbs. Yeah. He's always been yeah. like that. Every time he's seen a hill, anytime <laughs> we went anywhere. He'd, he'd be, be going, going up, up it, and then he'd be coming right back down out of control wherever it was pointed. <laughs> <laughs> Probably something I grew up with, because I remember the first snowmobile well, my dad bought was a 69 Olympic, 18 horsepower. <laughs> and where I grew up in Snellgrove. Flatlands. Well, no, there were some big hills, like at the time we thought. <laughs> a big hill for 18 horse. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. And that's yeah. all the... All the my dad used to go out with all his buddies every Friday night, and he'd he'd always come home with a story of who wrecked their snowmobile, who rolled it down the hill. <laughs> but now that's just a common thing here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I wish I could see see like what your guys' riding like was in in like the 2000s, and or even just before we started coming out. I wish it, like there was video of that to look back on and and see like. What what kind of shit you guys were really doing? Because, <laughs> you know, we we hear the stories, but it, you know things get a little inflated over the years. Yeah, <laughs> they do. We definitely didn't no. ride anything like we ride now. Well, no. that's that's not necessarily skill though. That's the snowmobiles. Well, not the snowmobiles and the and the people you're riding with too. You always when you we always had a guide that look after us and the, the, if there's people that didn't get far enough along on the hill you couldn't just keep going because no. the guide would bring you back right so you'd have to always yeah. stick with the the people you're riding with and it was always a big group yeah you guys would come out with well like a dozen of you sometimes eight to twelve people yeah yeah, yeah. went to utah a couple of years yeah with a couple of big groups and i mean we had fun but it didn't really develop our riding no when, no when you only ride 
four to six days yeah. a year in the mountains, you know, yeah. you're just starting back off at the same spot you left the year before. Right. A little bit of progression, but, uh, you know, you can't really get anywhere. No. It's that, uh, I mean, my first year was 2017. I think I maybe took a year off. I was in school, couldn't get out here. Yeah. And every time until 2022, I only spent a week or two out here. So you just start to figure things out, and then you go home. And then you wait a year, and you come back. And it's just like you, I never really progressed until I spent like three weeks here, which was you 2022. think you're going to progress, and like in your mind you have such high Huge, expectations yeah. when you're first coming out. And uh, what are your guys' expectations when you're, you're coming back out like, I'm always feel like I'm gonna do better than I ever have. I'm gonna yeah, center. The I worked same out really. I worked out really hard this year, and when I got here, it was like, holy Christ! It's <laughs> I really didn't work out that hard, but I, but I did. It's, it's the snowmobile rode me. You got to get a just a chassis in the garage and and do snowmobile exercises. Yeah, yeah. the uh, stand up riding with this on is uh, there's no ex exercise that mimics that, unfortunately. No, no. So you can like I think. Working out obviously helps, but there's no real way to 100% prepare yourself no. to snowmobile. No. Muscle groups are just too different, I think. Maybe some people would say otherwise, but... I think I should have rode more this year, though, on the bike, because you uh, know, I, that's the least amount of dirt biking I've done this year, and that does help me, because my balance was... I was struggling with balance a bit this year, and that's not good. You were also dealing with some injuries, yeah. too, yeah, though? Like oh, yeah. Your there's leg, a, there's always that <laughs> sciatic nerve and problem like that, and then, you know, a the foot, shoulder, shoulder. Problem. yeah, physio all fall trying to get. Do the you guys have working. like any good parts left, or are they all kind of? No, we're good. <laughs> <laughs> we're good. I don't yeah. know. I seem to be able to just uh, tilt this up pretty good. <laughs> Speaking of that, Dad, do you want a beer? Yeah, I wouldn't mind a beer. That'd be great if you guys can spare one. Awesome. Thank you. Now we're just getting started. <coughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Not to uh, make it sound like you guys are like really getting old, but how long do you think you want to come out here and, and push your abilities? Or even yeah. not push your abilities. How long do you want to come out here and enjoy yourself? I would like to do it till I'm 70, honestly. I, I would really hope to ride at least another five years. So, I mean, I know... Might get a bit ugly some days, but, <laughs> you know, I certainly mentally don't want to quit because I love the sport. Oh, no. If, if, Keeps if, you young, too, right? I was going to say, if you, you quit, then. Yeah, you're done. Yeah. What, what else yeah. do you got to live for? I look yeah, exactly. forward to coming out here all year, and it definitely uh, keeps me young. I'm going to definitely struggle uh, when I can't do this anymore with uh, just with ways to to push myself. So Keep you coming until you're 80, yeah. well, even if yeah, we're just riding the cab. Gonna work. We're going to get a caboose. No. Throw both of <laughs> no. you in it no. for a couple of beers. <laughs> you could probably get a side cart hooked up on a snowmobile. <laughs> no, it's not. That's not happening. We'll be able to keep getting there, but maybe not to the same places. Nah, we'll get snowmobiles with gyros so they, they're self-writing all the time, and then we'll, we'll, we'll go. Just sit there. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think it, you, you guys still have a lot of years left. You know, we might not be doing super gnarly tree riding type stuff, but... Uh, to get up there and still get into the deep pow and the alpine and yep. you know mash those meadows which we all know you guys yeah. want. <laughs> what we might have to do when uh when we get older is come uh, later in the season when it's sunny and we we do alpine riding 
Yeah, well, yeah. right now March. you like to come early season because... There's nothing to do in Ontario. Yeah, exactly. Right. right. Except this year you're going to go home where usually you would get into snowmobiling. And, uh, yeah, the snowmobiling's is as bad here as it is in Ontario. So, <laughs> I don't know if I go that far, but... Well, at least there's snow here, but... Uh, you're going yeah. home to go to work there. Yeah, I, I got to go to work in the... Just it's uh, there is some snow at home, but none of the trails are open, so lakes none, aren't none of lakes safe. are frozen. It's a pretty sad year. When's the last time you guys can remember that? It's, what February first today? Yeah, and the lakes are still not frozen at home. That's happened before. It really has. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's been late January, but but uh, this is two thousand two thousand and one were really bad years. Low snow, El Nino winters, really warm sunny days all the time. Very little ice. The one year uh, when you were on March break and we were riding in uh, on March break and we had to end March break early and the ice went oh, out. Oh, the ice was basically disappearing yeah. behind us as yeah, we were riding across the a, lake. That was a really bad year. What year was that? I think 2012. You, you, last year around. you were in school, right? Do you remember we were leaving the cottage? It maybe was the same year and it was like I'm on this little toboggan sleigh. And we're just going from our place through Fletcher Bay, and the narrows were pretty open. The ice was all black, and he goes, oh, you better hold on. And we skimmed the narrows, and I was standing on the little trailer behind the snowmobile. <laughs> and <laughs> It's one of those dog sleds, you know, the dog yeah. sled style? And you skimmed. Just, it yeah. wasn't that far, maybe like 10 feet, far, but I just leaned back and yeah. got completely soaked with water. Oh, <laughs> Remember that time you wanted to uh, tow us across open water on a jet ski or a, a GT snow racer? Yeah. Like behind the snowmobile? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we said no, so he's like, just watch, scary. I'll tow it across without you on it. And then you could, he towed her across without us on it and it just exploded. Well, I was going to put a life jacket on you. <laughs> Have you ever found yourself in a sketchy predicament on thin ice? Oh, more than once. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm not. Two uh, two things well. come to mind for me. I I'm, I was always one to go check the ice in Quagama Lake, and I'd I'd have an axe with me, and I go into bays, and I I got all the way to Fishbowl Point. There was six inches of ice, and then I have to make the big commitment to go around Fishbowl. And uh, I'm running there, and there's a. I'm thinking to myself, I don't think there's much ice out here. The snow is different. The ice is different. There was a freeze line. And I figured I'm just going to play it safe, drive around 80 kilometers an hour in a straight line, not turn, head straight for shore, and not go to shore too fast that I'm going to hit shore and hurt myself. And as I slowed down for shore, the snowmobile broke through the ice, and uh, there was about a half an inch of ice, and I just went from probably about two kilometers across 200 feet of water at the deepest point, and that was, yeah. uh, that was a real eye-opener. <laughs> so I go, I approach it differently now. From I don't go towards Fishbowl. I go around the other part of the lake. Yeah, I, re I remember that time. I was, I was at the cottage. You were going out to check the ice. And, you know, figure you're just going to be out for 45 minutes just going up the lake to check the ice. And, uh, you know, a few hours go by. You're not around. I'm like, what the hell is this guy doing? You show up, and you had to make a giant loop around the lake. Because, I mean, where you ended up on shore... It was amazing you were even able to get, like, up to the to the road. Uh, I thought for sure I was walking to Maple Ridge and walking all the way to town because it's a very steep shoreline, and I 
just where I happened to land the snowmobile, I started looking and somebody had built a path down to the lake and I, I got on that path and drove all the way up to Maple Ridge and I was absolutely astonished that that path was there. <laughs> but worked out worked out okay. Could have been worse. And was that on the old uh, old 05 rev? I think so, yep. yeah. Old reliable. <laughs> Had a lot of revs. How many K did you p we put on that sled? 35,000. I think the speedo really stopped working around twenty five thousand, but <laughs> it was a long it was around for a long time. That was your, your retirement tour snowmobile. That's right. Didn't go uh, to Quebec again until was last that year. The red one? Or the year before. The red yep. rev you yep. had? <clears throat> well yeah, you, you guys kinda stopped black. the same year, right? Like bought yeah. new slides every year and then oh yeah. five yep. you were like, Okay. Never bought a new one until fifteen. Yeah. What why was uh why'd you guys retire? Burned out from trail yeah. riding. Too yeah. much trail riding. Plus, uh, I was fueling. You guys had, uh, you and your brother had a snowmobile each. Mom had a snowmobile. I had a snowmobile. So, f and we had a spare, maybe a couple spares. <laughs> <laughs> so, a fleet for sure. We still enjoyed snowmobiling. A fleet of junk. So, I could have went and bought a new one and rode myself, or we could have rode old snowmobiles and we all rode. And maybe I should have rode myself. He <laughs> <laughs> won't be riding anymore. I know. Well, I would be. It's in. Just it's in my blood. Not doing, it's not doing this. It's in my blood. Be. No, I wouldn't be doing this. Because you guys kind of. I mean, last or no, 2015 was your last real uh, trip you were going to do to the mountains. I don't think you planned it as that, but I ended up taking along with you in 2015 to go to Wyoming because. A couple other guys had to bail out. That was my first time to the mountains. And then nobody went the next year. That's only because right? uh, I think that's the year. 2016. I 2016, no. The only year I ever missed was uh, no, you didn't. the year nobody I went built the cabin. Nobody went in 2016. No, I've always been. Had to okay. be. Okay, then in 2017 was the first year. We actually drove out, you, or well, same with you. You drove out with your own sleds, right? You never took your own sled before that. It's a kind. What sled? It's a little blurry. Yeah, it's a little blurry. What sled do I have? Dude, seventeen. We drove out. Remember me, yeah. you, Alex Hamilton, and Taylor. Yeah. With I don't Their remember sleds. what remember, wheels. I had a no, one thirty-seven. We rent. Most oh, you of rented? us rented. Oh yeah. 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 So we had I my snowmobile, your snowmobile. Yeah. Oh, you went. W yeah. Was I there? <laughs> the hell was I riding? Yeah. I guess so, yeah. We rented from full okay. speed. Is it, oh, we brought Rob, Rob's sled. Alex and... Yeah, okay. Yeah, I yeah. I remember. Yeah. I remember the trailer broke in half on the way home. The frame, yeah. did it? Yeah, with, that was the with Taylor's truck. Towed it with Taylor's yeah. truck, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <coughs> that, yeah, the year we came, that there was... It hadn't snowed for three weeks, and pretty much the day... We were leaving. I I knew it was snowing, and I'm like trying to convince everybody that we needed to stay for a couple more days. And Alex is just like, "No, I'm out." He booked the flight home with Rob, and then it was. Uh, I almost convinced you and Taylor to stay a few more days for the good snow, but uh, we had we had to hit the road, and I just I was. Down. I remember seeing pictures <laughs> of just handlebar deep snow, and I was so mad because that <laughs> going. My first trips, that's yeah. that's all I yeah. ever dreamed of was that handlebar deep snow. <coughs> so it was, yeah. it was a little frustrating. And then uh, 
2018. You got nobody was gonna go. I th I don't think you went that year. You didn't. I went to no. the Chick Chocks with you guys at Christmas because I knew I couldn't come yeah. out here. So then 2018. Uh, yeah, nobody made plans to go, so I was just like, okay, I'm going by myself. And then like two weeks before I left, was it? You hopped on board and. Well, you didn't come with me, but... How did I get out here? I had my own sled. <laughs> <laughs> you drove with... Did you drive with Taylor that year? Yes, that's right. We brought... And Kenny came. Yeah. And So uh, it was just the three of you that came out, I yeah. think. And for, for about two weeks. And I was here for a month. Yeah, I remember. I stayed with you in that... Uh, <laughs> basement That rental. basement rental. It was there, on there mattress was no, on the floor. Yeah. Unfinished basement. No cooking facility. Nope. Well, there was a hot plate. There was no uh, no kitchen. There was yeah, it was pretty pretty barren. No, 2018 was the year that we stayed at the Peaks, because it was my last year in school. I flew out here on Reading Week. I remember I got in super late and I didn't oh, know yeah, what room peaks. you guys were in, and it was freaking cold. And I just had all my bags. I'm staying in the Peaks parking lot, calling you guys. No one's answering. It's like one in the morning. I had to call Matthew. I think you were in town doing oh. something. I was like, what room is it, dude? Yeah, there's 2019. I remember because it was the same year I rode off my 19 free ride. Oh, yeah. Maybe it was. I don't remember. We were yeah. here. No. You sure? Yeah. We stayed in the peaks in 19. 18 was the year at the basement apartment. Okay. 17 was the first year. Okay. So I did 17, 19, 19. 20, 21. Wow, it's quite a few years now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's all a blur, though. Yeah, it, it's, uh, it's it seems crazy to look back and see how many years we've been doing this with you, with you guys. So I need to ask you a question. <laughs> what? When you went to Wyoming the very first year, yeah. did you think that this would be a passion of yours when you went out there? Oh yeah, I I I knew it was going to be like. Well, I always watched you go out when you just left me at home because you <laughs> you didn't love me. <laughs> Enough to take me to the mountains. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I, I just always dreamed of it. Finally had the opportunity. I remember uh, we, we had rental sleds. You were on a skidoo. I was on a Polaris, and I threw a hissy fit because... You wanted the skidoo. I wanted the skidoo. <laughs> and uh, so you gave me the skidoo because I was such a brat. <coughs> yeah. And Nothing's then, uh, changed. I remember we had Lefty as a guide, the one-armed one guide. Yeah. And... Uh, no, I just absolutely loved it, ripping around, having a blast. And I think you even said, like, um, that that Lefty said or something along those lines of, oh, I should be a guide or, you know. Yeah, I remember that. Progressed, progressed to that. You, yeah, you never said, told me that at the time no, because you didn't want me to. No, he said you had a real natural talent for the mountains and that you should uh, be, become a guide, snowmobile guide in the mountains. I could never guide. Yeah, you're too much of a <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> yeah, well, then then when you started really enjoying it and getting into it, I remember uh, while we were all out riding, I don't, I'm not sure, it must have been here. And then I remember Eric saying, man, look at what I've created. Shit. Yeah, monster. monster. <laughs> That's for sure. Yeah, we went a little different route, eh? As I, we started skiing when I was young, then... Skiing was just a winter thing, and then it was always dirt bikes. And dirt bikes was my passion forever and still is. But then once I started to get better at mountain riding and enjoying it more, I 
easily say that it's just as enjoyable as riding bikes. Yeah. Yeah, I remember be being younger, I think I was more interested in dirt bikes. I just, th I think that because I had an email that was like dirt biking related. So maybe I just made it that time of year, but uh, it quickly transitioned into, into sleds. Dirt bikes are still cool. I mean, yeah. I was, and we were never allowed to do like anything else as a kid. It was only snowmobiles in the winter, no hockey. Uh, I think we did a little bit of skiing, snowboarding. I snowboarded one winter. Yeah. With uh, you and Jason. Hated every minute of it. <laughs> <laughs> I just took it on as a challenge, but I, I definitely don't like snowboarding. No, it's not you my don't like thing. Falling. No, that's the, definitely was hard on the. It's a different wrist. pace for sure. Um, I mean, I competed downhill skiing and then freestyle and then coached for a while. It's uh, very relaxed. Well, you went through a backflip on skis? Today. Yeah, I haven't done that in a couple of years. <laughs> <laughs> Why can't you backflip a snowmobile? I don't have a snowmobile. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I think we would be uh, more into dirt bikes if we had a better dirt bike area, but... Muskoka is not a good dirt bike area. Just no. old. It's, a, it's just mud and rocks, and it's it's you can't get going fast. There's no places with big natural jumps. There's, yeah, it's definitely not uh, the area for it's dirt hard biking. to grow now up there. That's yeah. a new thing. Yeah, well, yeah, that's true. A lot of technique with that. Yeah, those trials, high speed trials. I love moto, dude. Yeah, I, I love jumps. <laughs> <laughs> Derek, did you ever do? Hockey as a kid? Uh, no. Like I, no. you didn't. You didn't let him get into that. Oh, uh, we kind of. How many sports am I gonna do? Yeah. <laughs> like it was. He gave me every opportunity I could have possibly had. It just, you know, I go play shinny with my friends on the rink every once in a while, but it was never something that I was like, I have to do this. Yeah, I don't think I wanted to do it. I think probably Jason, you said did. Yeah, he wants to do every sport. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Hey, make sure you guys, uh, when it snows again, invite him of out. Of course. Yeah. Because he's uh, he doesn't want to come out here without without me because yeah, he, he just, mentioned uh, to he mentioned he to me, sorry to interrupt you, that he just didn't want to hold the group back. Yeah. I I don't think he'd hold us back. Like that day we went up uh, last weekend with him on on the Saturday. Third one up. He he was the third one up right behind us. Yeah. <laughs> kind of left you in the dust. <laughs> I should have left you in the dust. Yeah, well. I'm, I'm just kidding. I I feel too no. guilty. Like, when I hear you on the radio, I'm like, oh, I got to go back. I used to uh, I used to not care. And I, I'd leave guys behind. And I'd just, I, I'd go ride. And, you know, I'd want to get to the top. So I would just get to the top and not be concerned about pretty much anybody <laughs> behind me. And uh, my mentality has definitely changed over the years. I don't leave you behind very much anymore. Well, now you go to the top, and then you come back and pick up the pieces. <laughs> Pretty much. No, no, no. I, I just go to the top of the knoll, then I come back down. I don't go to the top of the mountain. Because, uh, you know, I, I definitely used to have a lack of concern for uh, group safety, maybe. Not that I wasn't concerned. I just didn't, didn't think about it as much as I do now. You know, getting older, more mature. Well, you know, it's your own safety, too. Something can happen oh, yeah. to you up there. Exactly. Right? Definitely, so. definitely could. Uh, I used to yep. take off a lot, so now now I, I don't go too far and uh, like to make sure I always have contact with everybody on the radio. 
and that's a nice thing about having having the trail tech on your sled now. I can kind of see if you're moving or if you're stuck. If you're, if I look at the trail tech, I see you're moving. I'm like, okay, don't need to radio them. If I don't see you're moving, I'm like, now I'm just gonna leave the snowmobile running. That's my next because it it goes gray when you shut it off. Well, yeah, that's why if it goes gray, I, I try and radio you. And then if you don't answer, which you usually just don't anyway because you're shoveling and mad. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, it's 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 been good having the technology yeah, this year. That's gonna, uh, yeah, I think I think everybody needs one. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna. That's gonna be my next investment. I think we can go more places at a quicker pace. You definitely can because, well, that one day, uh, it wasn't just the one day, I guess, but you were. Usually you kind of just follow our tracks because it does get confusing when there's multiple tracks going through the woods trying to actually follow the leader. So now one day you were like right behind me, not following my track at all. Just Way more fun. Yeah. Making your own line and then just watching the other guy and just staying st staying the same general direction, but you're creating your own line. I find that if I just zigzag back and forth, as long as I go over a track, I'm like, okay, I'm going yeah. the right way. Until you meet up another tracker, and then you forget which track <laughs> yeah. you're following, and it goes it goes sideways pretty quick then. And when you're zigzagging, like you're you're following the track pretty close, so sometimes you you end up on the track more than you want. Whereas if you're just you know this person's heading this direction, you're like, okay, I could be a couple hundred feet over this way, heading in the same direction. Comes with confidence too, though a little bit. I find that yeah. At the beginning of the year, I'm always pretty close to the track or on the track, poaching lines. Um, yeah. And then as I get more comfortable, I break off on my own and, you know, get to pull my own lines. And it, it you know, it is, uh, you don't want to be 100% reliant on this technology either because it does not always work 100%. Glitches out. Yeah. So it's kind of have to find the balance of, of the two. But. <laughs> What was your highlight of the trip this year? Uh, I think Alaska. Yeah. Yeah. I like how we call it Alaska every time we Northern, refer to it. Uh, just because we tip, touched <laughs> the tip of it, we're going to call it Alaska. I yeah. know we rode northern BC, but, uh, you know, it. Uh, we drove through a piece of Alaska to get there, and uh, it was uh, it was, it was was cool, the road trip, you know, the anticipation of going someplace else and not knowing what we were going to find if yeah. we we're going to find snow yeah then on, on day three when we really hit it that was everyone just i mean we talked about it before it was yeah it was good dad does that make you a little jealous because it makes me a little jealous. yeah well we're we're at home <laughs> packing to come here and yeah we were hearing that you guys were heading there. We're going, oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't, oh, man. I like, it I was like, the, ex I like the, ex the exploration. <laughs> the exploration part is what I have always loved. The glacier with the cave was cool. Really yeah. cool. Yeah. The old mine. That stuff. I, I yeah, would you guys, that. It would have been you guys up there. Because, like, we didn't get into anything technical, really. It was just explore. Yeah. yeah. Would have been, been good. Yeah. But cool. did you have a, anything that stands out, a highlight from, from the trip this year? Um, well, we had some those certain areas off of Boulder there. It's a good exploration up there. How about area? David's oh, the yeah, sunshine. that was beautiful. Yeah. That was probably yeah. the best riding we yeah. had around that here. That was yeah. one of the first days. Yeah, that was early on yeah. the trip. When, yeah, Kenny was When it was still cold. Yeah. yeah. That was a, was a great day. Yeah. 
but clear, nice. Yeah. Completely yeah. untouched. Yeah. Were the only tracks. Yeah, that was a good one. Two other people, but they went a different direction, and yeah. we just carved the pow in the Alpine with sunshine all yeah. day. Full tank of gas, actually. I got shit for burning too much gas. <laughs> <laughs> and that day we went up toward. That was that was nice up there. Derek, any highlights so far for you? Um, or just low lights? No, I, <laughs> I mean obviously it's like a little ego reducer after you smash a snowmobile. But I think I really enjoyed. I guess it was Saturday when we went up there, where that shoot yeah. was and everything. The tree riding was super good. And the snow was amazing. Yeah, there. and it's uh, any day that we rode trees before the the big thaw. Um, I really enjoyed. There's no specific day. It's just obviously I'm on an NA, so it's a little different than what I'm used to. But just progressing in a different way. And tree riding is cool. Haven't done any jumping, but I would say that that day for sure. You like the tree riding a lot more these days, or are you just scared of that? I hate sunny days, man. <laughs> 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 yeah, no. I do love like I love jumping and stuff like that, but learn to grow in love. Uh, tree rotting more and more. We didn't do a jumping with Jerry's no, this year. No, no jumping. No. The snow is pretty low this yeah. year too, right? So you guys should have hit wow. that jump that we that little jump that we hit the other day. Wow, we need. I need yeah. a little more cushion on the landing. <laughs> 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 yeah, like ten feet. <laughs> <laughs> I've gone over the handlebars this year probably more than ever though. Yeah, well, that's what happens when you stand on the ski going down a hill. <laughs> <laughs> Insert <laughs> club. Oh, no, no. Oh, get on. Get on the other side. Oh, on the wrong side. Oh. Didn't learn a lot about riding this year, but yesterday I did learn uh, to make it a little more effortless to uh, get the snowmobile on its side, and that's to put more leg power in it and less arm power. I usually get it up on the side with full-on upper body, but if you just uh, just bounce on the running board that you want to come up, it. Kind of just like put your foot onto the rail of the running board and just give it a little input. It's really all, all it needs. Doug, did you learn anything this year? Uh, I mean, I'm side hilling both directions now, which you have to do. Certain areas, especially where you drop us in. We had some pretty exciting drops this year, I found. We had good yeah. snow for yeah. dropping, though. Yeah. That's what made it fun. Yeah. Not when it's a big luge run. No. Yeah. The luge just like, like doesn't go well. Like <laughs> yesterday, even uh, even the shovel out, that little section just before you had the side hill, that was, you could tip the bottom of that side and it just slid down because it got all iced up, right? Yeah. And that's not even a hill. Imagine that on those oh, steep yeah. hills. Be frightful. Crazy how quick the snow conditions changed. One yeah. day it was so good, and then the next day, still good, but not as enjoyable. <laughs> Well, we had, like, really good snow, and then it's just warm to the top, and it's unfortunate, and uh, the forecast isn't looking too good. I think once it, it, it cools off here in a couple of days, it's uh, going to be unrideable, honestly. You're going to buy GT snow racers. I can't complain. I, I got four weeks in, which I usually do a little bit more, a little over four, four and a half weeks, and uh, never rode a bad day of snow other than basically... The camping trip, but that's why we went camping. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. So, are you gonna admit, make a little tour, come back in the spring for? No, I'm leaving my truck at the airport, and everything's ready to go. So, yeah. got fuel in the skid tank, got oil in the trailer, got 
Let's hope leaving all my gear out here. So well, if the snow gets good, and you know the sun's going to shine. Either that, or you hook up to the trailer and drive to some place there's good snow, and I'll fly <laughs> down either. How about you, Dad? You're going to come back? Hopefully, uh, end of February, maybe towards there. February, March. If the if the conditions are good, you guys should definitely come. Yeah. Come for a few well, days. we got a we got a trip planned to Quebec at uh, starting February 28th. So. Come back for a week and then come here for a week. <laughs> Be perfect. Do you know how many uh, K's on your sled? Which, the the 24? The turbo, yeah. <laughs> Almost 600, I think. Okay. Oh, that sucks. You're going with that. I thought there was like 1,200 on it. I just looked <laughs> yeah. it yesterday. Unplug the gauge, it'll <laughs> yeah. be all right. Anything else uh, you guys have taken away from, from this year? Uh, I'm glad we... Figured out the trail tech. I wish we would have had it sooner in the season, uh, but that's a definite necessity. And Derek, mine's in the trailer if you want to use it. Okay. Uh, whatever you're riding, just plug into it. No, I definitely will. It's super handy just to see where everyone is. No charger yet, though. It needs to have a charger, so it's charged right now. But I <coughs> ordered chargers for it in December. Still not here. <laughs> tech for me next year. Hope they have a bigger screen. Cause you can't see it? No. <laughs> It's okay. Yeah, we can see that's you. that's important. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Is, uh, are you gonna be jealous of me and Derek just out here shredding while you guys are back home at work? Ah, that makes me feel like. Right. You know. <laughs> yeah. When I if I leave here and we I know there's fresh snow falling, I get last year I was really bummed going home. Yeah. Because uh, uh, the riding wasn't that. When I got home, I went for a ride that that day. And it was rocks, rocks, and then... And we got awesome snow. And you got awesome snow here. I was uh, pretty bummed, but, you know, I can't really... I actually feel bad for you guys because the snow <laughs> the snow is uh, not very good here. And I know how much... Uh, if I was out here, I know how important it is to have good yep. snow because you guys really don't have any other hobbies other than snowboarding. I can ski. We could drink. Yeah. I don't know. We're going to have to do something if it doesn't, it doesn't well, You guys were talking here. about building a cabin. Well, <laughs> we talked about building a log cabin, getting some old beater sleds, or going home, going to California, going to Alaska. I don't know. Lots of snow in California. Any, anything could happen. Alaska has the most base out of anywhere, yeah. but <clears throat> I don't know where the fresh snow is going to land. It looks like it's... It's definitely California over the next few days. I've never been to California. Do they have many good riding areas in California? I've never been. We, I have no <laughs> idea. We'd have to find a guide. Oh, man. A local. I'm going to get hosed. <laughs> been to California before. I just can't imagine riding there. No trees. And a lot of California. Is there a lot of rocks there? <laughs> <laughs> the rocks are smoothened off Perfect. a little bit. All right. Well, I think... Uh, that's about all we got for tonight. Thanks for jumping on. Yeah. It's been a pleasure riding with you guys. It's a lot of fun every year. Already looking forward to the next trip. Awesome. And, uh, yeah, enjoy on Ontario. I'm terrible. <laughs> cheers, guys. Yeah, cheers. Cheers. Thank you. Thanks for watching the podcast, guys. To finish it out here, I just want to talk about South Simcoe Machine Quick. We are running their Milwaukee Packout system across all of our sleds. It's just so easy to switch from sled to sled to sled and we don't have to worry about dealing with the iced up link brackets at the end of the day. We just pop that Milwaukee box off, bring it in the house, and we're good to go for the next day. Be sure to check them out. They've got lots of other products to offer as well.